I'm sure I don't have to tell you this, but public speaking is still one of the top fears in the world that most people have. And maybe you can relate. Maybe you're afraid to step on a stage. Maybe you get really nervous or anxious anytime that you have to speak to an audience or a group of people. Look, I can relate. I used to be so terrified of speaking to a group of people. And the reason is because I used to believe all of these things that I used to hear about what it takes to be a great speaker, what it takes to stand on a stage. And what I later realized now that I'm a paid public speaker and speak on international stages is a lot of those things were myths. They weren't true. So I want to talk about five public speaking myths that held me back from being a speaker that may be stopping you as well. Let's talk about it coming up next. You're listening to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, and I've dedicated my entire life to helping people win. Win in their careers, win in their businesses, and win in their lives. This podcast is going to help you get on your grind and hustle to create the life that you love and walk in gratitude along the journey. Each episode, I'll teach you tools and tactics and bring you conversations with experts that will help you turn your passion into a thriving online business. Life isn't about wishing for something greater. It's about making it happen. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Grind and Gratitude Show. If this is your first time watching or tuning in, I want to say thank you so much. If you're an avid watcher here on YouTube or an avid listener on any podcast platform, I got a lot of love for you. My name is Danny Stone, also known as Coach Stone is in the building. I help consultants, coaches, authors, creators speak to make more impact, income, and influence. And I'm super excited to be here to talk to you today. Look, I wanted to talk to you about this for a long time, but I just kept putting putting other uh, other things ahead of this. So what I want to talk to you about today is this. Public speaking is one of the oldest forms of marketing and sales in, in, in the world, right? We've been storytelling forever. We've been telling people stories. We've been sharing our experiences since the beginning of time. And what hasn't changed is that stories and speaking can be extremely impactful. Like it can be life changing. You know, when I remember listening to Les Brown and watching Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins and Lisa Nichols and all of these amazing speakers who have poured into me over my, my lifetime and listening to them really changed my life. So, I was always wanting to be able to, or I always wanted to be that person that can make a greater impact in the world. But I, I just never knew that I could. You know, I was a shy, timid kid. I, I, I couldn't speak to one person, let alone a group of people. And it took me many, many years to build my confidence. And most of that came through playing sports and then, you know, people encouraging me. But I realize now, now that I stand on stages around the world and speak, now that I coach entrepreneurs and teach them how to speak, I realize that a lot of things that I thought about public speaking were myths. They weren't true. And maybe you can relate to this. 
So I want to talk to you about five big myths that kind of stop me from being a speaker and stop me from making a greater impact in the world and making more money and having more influence. And, you know, let me know if, if any of these resonate with you. The first myth that I want to dispel is that you have to be an extrovert. You have to be really outgoing to be a great speaker. And that's not true. You know, there's lots of people who are introverted, who are really great speakers. You know, I, I think Brene Brown, I think she said that she's an introvert. Uh, I know I've seen so many people who were amazing speakers. And then after I talked to them later on, they let me know they were introverts. Um, I remember when I used to work in the corporate world, I used to manage training and, and do coaching of employees. And I remember my boss at the time, she, uh, we used to facilitate workshops together. We used to, and we would speak to, you know, 50 people, 100 people. We used to, we used to speak to a lot of employees and train a lot of employees and coach a lot of employees. And I, she was amazing. She was really, really good. Her name was Nancy. And I remember Nancy just, she would just captivate people. People just gravitated towards her. She just had this really great way of talking to people and, you know, getting them to, realize their potential as a group in one-on-one. And I remember um, one of my kind of first conversations with her after she did, you know, after we co-facilitated this this uh, session for employees and we were just talking and she goes, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And I was like, what? what? You did such a great job. And that's when she opened up and told me that she was uh, an introvert. She goes, you know, after I do these things, I just take so much energy. I kind of just need to decompress because I'm really introverted. And and so I didn't know. And that's been the case for so many people that I've met over the years who are really amazing speakers. Some of them are introverts. So this myth about you have to be over the top, extroverted, and you have to be loud and outgoing is not true. You can just be who you are. If you are extroverted, you, you, you can still be a great speaker. If you're introverted, you can be a great speaker. So I just want to kind of dispel that because I grew up a shy, timid kid. So when I used to look at people who are great speakers, I never thought that could be me because I was just a shy, introverted child. And then as I start, started getting older, I was still not confident speaking. Anytime I had to stand up in high school and deliver a speech or a presentation, I was so nervous. And it took me a long time because I always thought you have to be super extroverted. And that's not true. You can be who you are and still be an amazing, impactful speaker. The second myth is that great speakers are born. You know, sometimes when I used to see these amazing speakers, some of them who I just mentioned, I thought, wow, they must have been born to speak because they're just so moving and so captivating. And what I realized after studying, you know, some of the top speakers in the world is that public speaking is a skill just like anything else and skills can be learned. And so what I realized is that practicing, reading books, watching videos, getting a public speaking coach, all of these things can help you become a more impactful speaker. And over the years, as I started to get into these positions, I used to work with young people and I used to do um, sports programs. 
I was a youth outreach worker and I do sports programs and so on. And that's kind of how I started to get into the speaking realm. But even speaking to the youth, I was comfortable doing that in a kind of sports setting. Uh, But eventually I became a career coach where I actually had to stand up and deliver workshops. And it took me a long time to build up those skills. And what I'm saying is that you can learn to be a great speaker. You can learn the skills. You can learn everything that you have to learn about the tone of voice, making eye contact, all those other little things that it really takes. But at the end of the day, if you really want to be a great speaker, you have to have a something that you're passionate about. There has to be a topic that is really near and dear to your heart that you want to deliver to other people that can make an impact on their lives. And once you find that topic or those topics, then you can start to develop skills of being a speaker so that you can put together a really great speech or a talk or a presentation and deliver that impactful speech and make a difference in the lives of other people. So it's a skill. You can learn this skill. So that myth about great speakers are born, that's not true. It's a skill. Great speakers are developed over time. They develop their skill set, their public speaking tools, so they can be really impactful. And it took me 10 years or 12 years of speaking to get to this point where now people pay me money to go in and speak. And now I get to coach other entrepreneurs and teach them how to speak. So it takes time, but you can do it. You can't. You have the potential to be a really amazing speaker. And if you're a, a coach, a creator, a consultant, an author, it's really important that you learn how to speak because you have amazing products and services that can help a lot of people. But if you can't communicate and you can't talk about it, then no one's going to know about your products and your services. They, you know, there's people out there right now who need what you have. And you have to work on those skills to be a better speaker. So that's the second myth. The third myth is all about um, veteran speakers don't get nervous. And I can tell you, being a speaker for many, many years, I still get nervous. I get nervous because I care. See, nervousness is a great sign because it means that you actually care about the speech or the talk or the information or the stories that you're about to deliver. And I follow some of the biggest speakers in the world and they still get nervous. So this this thing about, you know, not wanting to be nervous when you speak, it's natural to be nervous. And nervous is not even really a great word to use. It's because nervousness is just energy. You know, my friend Mario Armstrong says it's not nervousness, it's just energy. So when you have this energy built up inside of you, Learn how to use that energy and and put that out into your speech and into the audience and make sure that you're engaging them. It's interactive. You know, you're doing all the things that it takes to make an impactful conversation or impactful speech. So, yes, great speakers do get nervous. That's a myth. I, 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 I still get nervous. I know really amazing speakers who've been speaking for 15 or 20 years and they still get nervous as well. It's just a part of it. But don't look at it as a negative thing. Use that energy. And to be honest with you, the audience can see that you're nervous sometimes a little bit. 
But once you relax and you get into your speech, you're fine. So use that energy and put that out into your audience. The fourth thing is that you need to memorize your speech. People think that, oh man, I have to get up there and memorize a a 30 minute or 45 minute or one hour speech. And that's just not true. I don't memorize speeches. I used to think that you had to, and that's what added to my anxiety about standing up on a stage and speaking because I'm not good at memorization. The only thing that I could memorize was my girlfriend's numbers back in high school. (laughs) I I knew all the numbers. Every girlfriend I ever had, I I knew the number. It was locked in my mind. But other than that, I I, I wasn't good and I'm I'm not good at memorizing or I haven't been good at memorizing. So to to stand up and think that I have to memorize a 45-minute or one-hour speech, it just wasn't going to happen. And so I was terrified of that. But once I got into speaking, I realized that's not true. What, what What I later learned is that you develop cues. You write bullet points and the bullet points are triggers for you to say certain things. Right. So I would write out maybe a bullet point of my intro or a bullet point that I want to mention, but it's not all written out. So I never had to memorize. So what I used was prompts to prompt me to say something that's completely different than memorizing a one hour speech. If you're thinking that you have to stand up and you have to memorize a one hour, 45 minute, 30 minute, 20 minute, 15 minute speech, you don't. You just have to have an outline of what you want to talk about and and know all of the points that you want to hit. What's your opening? What are the two or three points you want to talk about? And what's your closing and your call to action? So that is a big myth that I later found out wasn't true. And once I found that out, it was a relief because for the longest time, I thought that I had to memorize my speech and there was no way that that was going to happen. The last myth that really got in the way of me speaking was, I just didn't think I had anything important to say. I didn't think that anybody would even listen to me. And for the longest time, I'm like, I don't have an amazing story. My story's not that interesting. All I knew was that I wanted to help people. I didn't want to see people suffer. I didn't want to see people not live their potential. I didn't want to see people kind of depressed and sad and living this life in the middle. That's all I knew. Because I grew up around so much of that and I used to feel like that. I didn't want that for anyone else. But who am I? I'm a black kid who grew up in low income housing, surrounded by drugs and crime, who was headed down the wrong path. How could my story impact anybody else? And so for the longest time, I just never told my story. I never stood up on a stage and said anything because I didn't think anyone wanted to hear what I had to say. And I remember just sharing bits of my story with young people, trying to encourage them to stay out of trouble and telling them a little bit about my journey. And they would just react like, wow, thank you so much for sharing. And they could relate. So I kind of got that because, you know, they grew up. I was speaking to young people in my same neighborhood, but I didn't think anybody outside of my neighborhood would be interested. And then I remember going to speak somewhere else at some organization and people kind of resonated with my story. And then from there, I just kind of kept telling my story and my journey and encouraging people to live to live their potential, find their inner champion. And then eventually people started paying me to speak 
I started doing more and more speaking, practicing, continuing to work on my skills. And now I get to stand on stages around the world and speak to people. I'm so fortunate and so blessed to be able to do that. But one of the things that I I want you to know is that you have a story. You have knowledge, you have information, you have skills, you have things that people need. And it's your responsibility to share that with them. And if you're an entrepreneur, you definitely have to learn to tell strategic stories because people buy based on emotion. And when you can connect with people on an emotional level, then they're going to reach into their pocketbooks and buy from you. Or if you have a big mission or a cause that you're really passionate about, you have to learn how to speak. Those are the five myths that really stop me from standing on stage, from speaking you know, virtually, from really putting myself out there and speaking to audiences because I believed all of those myths. I never knew that you didn't have to be introverted. I never knew that I had a story to tell. I never knew that people who were introverted could tell stories. I never knew that I, I didn't have to memorize everything. I didn't know all of these things. I didn't know that it was natural to be nervous. So all of those things held me back from making a greater impact, making more income and having more influence. I hope that was helpful. I hope that we dispelled some of those myths that maybe you you believe today. Some of these things I used to believe, they really stopped me. And now I'm so fortunate to be able to coach business owners just like you if you're a business owner. If you're somebody who really knows that you want to make a greater impact in the world. Like deep down in your heart, you know that you have stories, knowledge, information, products, and services that can help a lot of people. You want to make more income and make more money. And you know that you want to have more influence and be able to get on bigger platforms, like bigger podcasts, mainstream media, all of those things. Then I want to help you. Allow me to be your coach. See, I have a three-day challenge called the Speak Up to Scale Up Challenge. And the Speak Up to Scale Up Challenge is a three-day speaking challenge where I work with coaches, creators, consultants, authors, and I teach you how to craft your signature talk, how to speak more confidently, and how to attract your ideal customers by learning how to speak and tell really key strategic stories. If that's you, then all you got to do is go to my website, IamDannyStone.com slash speak up, and you can register for the three-day challenge. That is it, everybody. I hope this episode was really helpful for you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the Speak Up to Scale Up Challenge. Thank you so much for being my co-host. I will catch you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks so much for being my co-host on this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. I really appreciate you. I hope that you learned something and you're motivated to take action and get on your grind. Didn't that go by fast? If you want more, head over to grindandgratitude.com for show notes and more information about this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating so more people will tune in. And let me say this. There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it.